When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Kimar Roach, and I listen to the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Shimron, what will we do? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mashal St. Patrick here, one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. I've got a do-rag on my head. I'm recording this one early. And one of the reasons why I'm recording this one early is because um, I actually have some BBC commentary duty to uh, go and do uh, in a few hours. So I thought, let me just get this one done. Let me get this one. I've been meaning to do this one all week and just haven't found a window to get it done. I was like, you know what? Let me get this one done early in the morning whilst my mind is fresh. Thank you to all that continue to listen to the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Um, Thank you for all that stream our stuff on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, downloads, etc. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, share and subscribe. If you're listening to this on the audios, please leave a review and a rating if it allows you to do so. Thank you to all those who watched our latest video. Uh, Myself and Santoki jumped on on an episode to look at the appointment of Darren Sammy, Andre Coley, the announced squad for the World Cup qualifiers. If you haven't watched that one yet, go back and watch it. That's one of our best ones um, in recent weeks and months and so. So go have a look at that. But we have to talk about Shimron. (sighs) Where do you even start, man? Where do you even start? So it's important to note for people that this is now on this, on this channel, on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, this is now the third video that has specifically looked at Shimron Hetmeyer in some kind of capacity. And that in itself probably speaks volumes about the Shimron he- the Shimron Hetmeyer conundrum, the Shimron Hetmeyer debate, the fact that Shimron Hetmeyer is a perpetual talking point in West Indies cricket. I went and looked back at, when did I record all the previous videos? On the 16th of October, 2021, Shimron actually came on the podcast. So let me just get that straight from the jump, right? This isn't this video isn't going to be some kind of personal attack on Shimon Hetmeyer. Shimon Hetmeyer has come on the podcast, and I will always maintain that 
the the Shimron Hetmeyer's natural ability means that if he ever played regularly for the West Indies in the context of our modern era of West Indies cricket, he would be considered one of our best uh, best players in the modern era. On the 16th of October, 2021, Shimron came on. And Shimron and I had a, a one-to-one interview chat, call it interview chat, call it what you want. And um, we spoke about everything, including the fell fitness test. People remember that by the time Shimron came on that particular episode, he had already failed two fitness tests for the West Indies, one in February 2020, another one in February 2021. Shimron came on the podcast in the, on the 16th of October 2021. And then three months later in January 2022, Shimron failed another fitness test. Later on in the year, in October 2022, Shimron infamously had the issues with the missed planes or the missed flights, I should say, to go to the T20 World Cup. Never showed up, lost his place in the T20 side. We've not seen Shimron in West Indies colours since. On the 2nd of January 2022, after Shimron failed the fitness test, I did a 20, 25 minute video looking at Shimron Hetmeyer in depth and saying, what is, what do we do? I think I called it, what do we do with Shimron Hetmeyer? What do we do? It was a cuss out video, but I wasn't cussing him out. I was just looking at the issue saying, what do we do with Shimron Hetmeyer? Like, what is the problem here? So that's two videos I did, one at the end of 2021, one at the start of 2022. And right now in the middle of 2023, I'm dropping another one. And why am I dropping another one? Because Shimron is in the news once again. And why is Shimron in the news? He's in the news because the the ODI World Cup qualifiers team has been named and Shimron Hetmeyer is not in the side. That in itself isn't actually that big of an issue. But the reason why it's become such a big issue is because days before the squad was named, was it days before or was it days after or was it a day after? Whatever. In the week that the squad was named, Shimon Hetmeyer's wife went on Instagram, and I don't know if she knows, I suspect she probably does, but Shimon Hetmeyer's wife went on Instagram, and she is followed by a lot of people, whether in Guyanese cricket or West Indies cricket in general. Sorry if I'm looking away from from the screens because I'm trying to find the message of what she said. Should have had this ready beforehand, but... I just decided that I want to actually make sure this is verbatim and people don't think I'm talking nonsense. So Shimon Hetmeyer's wife went on Instagram, posted something, and it was shared around the West Indies cricket community. And by that, I mean the stakeholders, the fans, within seconds. I got the message. I don't follow her, but I got the message within seconds. And she said, and this was a message that she had posted on like her Instagram stories, um, and she added her husband, Shimon Hetmeyer. She said, I saw they posted the team for the qualifiers, love. I know how much you wanted to be a part of that, even when you spoke to Jimmy Adams and made yourself clear on the matter. I'm surprised Cricket West Indies did not mention that you made yourself available, but they chose their own team, telling you they are resting you as an excuse. I was hoping it would have been made clear why you didn't make the cut for the team. Sorry, love. At Shimon Hetmer. Hetty then responded to her, Uh, you know, like how you can um, almost like quote post a story. So he posted her story on his story and then above it put the message, thanks for always supporting me, my love. This was in the week that the World Cup qualifier squad was named. Obviously, West Indies cricket 
forums, uh, talk hosts, radio talk hosts, uh, cricket commentators, anybody who's got any kind of kind of sway in the game or feels that they want to talk on West Indies cricket spoke about this. And we're no different. Myself and Santoki mentioned it in passing in our last video. And one of the things I said to Santoki was, what on earth is Shimron playing at? And the reason why I said that wasn't because, and I didn't want people to misinterpret my comments. It wasn't because I'm saying that Shimron can't talk or his wife can't post anything. They can do whatever the hell they want. But when I said, what on earth is Shimron playing at? And when I said, more full Shimron, when he when his wife posted that, and then he reposted her story on his Insta with that message saying, thanks for always supporting me, the implication being that nobody else supports him. You know what you're doing when you do that. You know that you're causing a passer. You know it's going to cause a massive debate. It's going to lead to huge critique of Cricket West Indies. You know it's going to dominate the, the, the media headlines. You know people are going to delve into the story and say, where is Shimon Hemeyer? Why is Shimon Hemeyer not there? You know, you must know that. You must know that because if you don't know that, then you're acting like a dunce, right? Because you must know that, right? And that's, I'm not blaming Shimron for that, but I'm saying you must know that that's going to be the next consequence of all of that. So said, so done. The whole thing caused a media storm. Now, my thing is this. That must have been on purpose by Shimron's wife and Shimron's response must have been on purpose. You must have wanted the media to get involved and essentially find people who would advocate for Shimron Hetmeyer. I'm not saying, uh, these are my words, by the way. I'm not saying this is what Shimron Hetmeyer is 100% doing. I'm not saying that his wife is 100% doing this. I'm saying that this is the implied intention because why else would you take to something like Instagram where you know you're followed by millions of people and know that the story will get out there? So naturally, and sorry, people, if you're like, Mash, you're going into a long one. I have to put, my thing is, if you're going to unpick all of this, put all the details out there. You've got to make sure you put all the context out there. We're not missing anything out. So a couple of days now, so, sorry, a couple of days ago now, um, we get to the press conference with uh, lead selector Desmond Haynes and Roland Butcher, etc. And predictably and inevitably, the first question that comes up in the press conference was about Shimron Hetmeyer. And the first question, I think it was Roger C. Passad and then uh, Brandon Corlett as well. Um, I can't remember if Roger actually raised it, but Brandon definitely did. These are journalists, by the way, in the Caribbean. And um, they both said, or one of them said to, to lead selector Desmond Haynes, so where's Shimron then? What is the story with Shimron Hetmeyer? And Desmond Haynes' response was, we spoke with the... Desmond Haynes' response was, obviously the door is always open to all West Indies cricketers. That's one of his stock responses. Because when I asked him about where was Darren Bravo in the A squad, given that Darren Bravo was the second highest scorer in the West Indies domestic championship, his response to that question was, the door is always open. We can never close the door. Our pool isn't big enough. That's a stock Desmond Haynes response. And I've got no issue with that response per se, but that's his stock response. So when the question was posed about Shimron Hetmeyer, we got the stock response. The door is always open. We can't say no to any player. Our pool isn't big enough. But he got pressed a bit further about, so, so where's Shimron then? And his response was, I spoke to the captain, and long, I'm paraphrasing, I spoke to the captain, and in essence, uh, we believe that the synergy of the team in South Africa was so good 
that it didn't make sense to bring Shimron in because we're in a really kind of good place right now. That was the, again, I'm paraphrasing. I had two issues with that statement. Issue one, why are you bringing Shay into it? Now, Des may well have spoken to Shay. And, and by Shay, I mean Shay Hope. Des may well have spoken to Shay. And Shay may well have said that. But when once Des mentioned Shay's name, I felt like Shay was being thrown under the bus. I felt like it was almost being implied, boy, this is Shay Hope's decision. And you know what? That might be true. That might be true. I don't know. But I just thought, hmm, no, don't, don't put the captain in on this. Even if the captain did say that, then it looks like there's a beef between Shay Hope and Shimron Hetmeyer or the squad and Shimron Hetmeyer, whatever it might be. I thought that was poor. Then when he made the comment about, well, you know, the synergy of the squad in South Africa was good. Why, why flip it now? Do you know what? I've seen some criticism in some quarters about that comment. I actually don't mind that comment. We saw the the West Indies ODI side drew the series in South Africa 1-1. The other game got washed out. Most people would have expected us to get whitewashed in South Africa in both formats of white ball cricket, but we played really well, relatively speaking to where our white ball cricket is at, right? So I get that comment. I actually get the comment. Do I believe that comment is true? No. And here's why I don't believe that comment is true. If it was about the synergy of the squad and everything was so good and why change, essentially the implication was why change a win inside? So where was Shannon Gabriel then? Shannon Gabriel was in that ODI squad to South Africa. He's not in it anymore. He was His name wasn't in the World Cup qualifier squad. Oldine Smith was in the ODI squad to South Africa, I believe. Yes, he was. His name's not there anymore. So this is why I always say, I go back to my age-old point about Cricket West Indies and media relations and PR. They should have anticipated in advance that people would ask about Shimon Hetmeyer. When the press release went out regarding the naming of the OGI World Cup squad, something should have, Shimon Hetmeyer's name should have been addressed. because you sh- Not because he's special, but because you should have anticipated that he was going to be a hot topic. So get ahead of the narrative. I am tired of saying to Cricket West Indies on these type of shows or where I do these type of videos or podcast episodes where I say controlling the narrative is crucial. Cricket West Indies are intent on scoring own goals when it comes to things like this. I could have told them before the squad was named, you man, people are going to ask you about Shimon Hetmeyer. So make sure you already state in the press release why he's not in the team if he's not going to be there. By the time it got to the press conference, if you hadn't mentioned his name in the press release, having seen the passer that then developed once Shimron and his wife had posted on socials and so on and so forth, by the time you get to the press conference now, have a set statement you're going to make that is watertight and people can't challenge. But here's the problem. People can challenge um, People can challenge the synergy comment. People can challenge the I spoke to Shea Hope comment. Was that the best line to use to justify Shimron not being in the squad? I don't know. I'm not, ultimately, this is me just chatting. You lot get in the comments below and let me know what you think. I'm just I'm just laying it all out on the line. You know how we do on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. No one's going to do it better than us in terms of looking at things properly, forensically, and assessing it from all sides and looking at the context and so on and so forth. 
So they said all that now. Now, my thing is this. Before we jump to whether Shimron should be in the squad or not, we also have to throw this into the mix. When the independent report was carried out after the T20 World Cup with um, Mickey, uh, Mickey Arthur, Brian Lara and Justice Thompson, they clearly said in that report, again, if you haven't read it, I'll put the link in the video below in case you still don't know where to read that report. They said in that report, they, they actually, they looked at the Shimron Hetmeyer situation in detail. They even made reference in the full report. They even made reference to they made a what they 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 made a kind of parallel and said Shimon Hetmeyer is almost like a Dennis Rodman type figure, which I thought was quite interesting to make that kind of parallel. For those of you who remember Dennis Rodman in terms of his impact in the NBA, and um, they talked about Shimon Hetmeyer's reasoning for not making the T Twenty World Cup, but crucially in the report they said they reached out to Shimon Hetmeyer. And Justice Thompson said they did not want to talk to Cricket West Indies about the Hetmeyer issue until they had spoken to Hetmeyer first. They said they reached out, they reached out, they reached out. Man said he's not talking to them. Okay, cool. So Shimron declined to talk to the independent report after the T20 World Cup. And I focus on the word independent. It wasn't Cricket West Indies officials speaking to him. It was an independent report into the T20 World Cup. Shimron declined to talk to them. So the figureheads of the independent report said, well, once Shimron declined, we went to talk to Cricket West Indies to say, so what happened from your point of view? Now, Cricket West Indies, for by now, if you don't know the story, I'll give you the quick details. Cricket West Indies essentially said that on the day that Shimron was supposed to fly out to Australia, he got in touch with Jimmy or whoever it was at Cricket West Indies and basically said, listen, there's a family issue. Um, I can't get the plane on the day that you've said and Cricket West Indies said to him well boy there's only one other plane we can book you on but if you get that flight you're going to miss the warm-up games in Australia but it does mean that you'll be able to get to Australia in time to at least prep with the squad ahead of the start of round one when our when our group was in Barbway, Scotland and um, Ireland man said cool I don't know ex the exact time well, i don't know if it was on the day itself but on let's say it was on the day that shimron was due to fly out he then communicated again oh sorry so i missed part of the story jimmy said to him if you don't make the second flight however we can't pick you for the world cup because by the time we put you on the next flight now you've arrived too late and we're going to have to just remove you from the t20 world cup squad second flight the day of the second flight comes now and Shimron communicates to Cricket West Indies that he can't make the flight because the bridge, the Burbeast Bridge, is closed. Have you ever heard of such a bag of fart in all of your life? Speak to anybody Guyanese who knows the kind of topography of Guyana well enough, and even speak to people who aren't Guyanese but also understand the kind of topography and ge uh, geography of Guyana well enough, they will tell you that if man had a two o'clock flight or whatever, I think it was two in the afternoon out of Georgetown, the man would have had to have left early out of Burbies or where he lives in Guyana to get to Georgetown. Whatever time Shimron said the bridge had closed, but I think he said, oh, they fact, Cricket West Indies looked at the bridge times for when they close. The time the bridge closed, let's say it was, I think it was something like 11 a.m. That's the time Shimron was supposed to be checking in for his flight anyway. So we know that that excuse that Shimron gave to Cricket West Indies was a bag of foolishness. 
Whatever was going on with Shimron Hetmeyer for that T20 World Cup, it was nothing to do with the bridge. A lie the man lie, no? So whatever Shimron, already you've got a distrust issue there because it was no bridge situation. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for Shimron to come on the show and say, you know what, Mash, you don't know what you're talking about. There was a bridge situation. Duh, 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 duh. But crucially, and this is the point I always make, since that all happened all the way back in October 2022, all now Shimron's never spoken about why he never made the World Cup, why he never got on those planes to make the World Cup. And I'm going to come back to that point in a second. I've subsequently been told by various different people, this has come up numerous times. I am disclaimer. I do not know if this is the 100% truth, but so many people have told me this that I almost feel like I've got to now tell you the public in case you don't know. My understanding is that the reason Shimron never made that flight is because he was in the United States. Whether he communicated that to Cricket West Indies or not is another question altogether. But my understanding from several people, and I've been told this so many times now, is that Shimron Hetmeyer was in the United States. He weren't even in Guyana. I don't want to go into the ins and outs of what he was or was not doing in the United States, although I do believe it was family-related. But he was in the United States. So my thing is this. If that's where Shimron was, why did he not communicate that to West Indies, Cricket West Indies? Why did he come up with some next story about the bridges closed and also come up with a story about the bridges closed, which makes no sense given where he lives and the time he would have had to have leave, would have had to have left anyway to get over the bridge just for checking time, never mind the flight. Why go to those depths? Why come up with some big Egypt light? It don't make no sense. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So we fast forward now. With all of that in context, should Hetmeyer have been picked for the World Cup squad? Now, I've spoken to several people, uh, vested key stakeholders, vested interest in West Indies cricket from fans to this to that. Before you answer the question, should Hetty have gone to the OGI World Cup qualifier, should Desmond Haynes and Roland Butcher have picked him for the OGI World Cup qualifiers. I think the first thing you have to ask yourself is, should Hetmeyer, two things actually, the two things I think you should ask yourself is, A, should Hetmeyer have got a punishment after missing those flights to the uh, to the T20 World Cup? Shimon Hetmeyer is not under contract. So I don't know what that, if, he sh if you think he should have got a punishment, I don't know what that punishment would have looked like because he's not contracted to Cricket West Indies at this moment in time probably due to the fact he's had so many fitness indiscretions. Remember, February 2020, February 2021, January 2022, the guys failed free fitness tests for West Indies, for the West Indies team. So once you have the whole palaver over the T20 World Cup, should Hetmeyer even, should Hetmeyer have got some kind of punishment? Not a ban, I'm not saying a quote-unquote ban per se, but should it have been clearly articulated from Cricket West Indies that following that situation in the T20 World Cup, 
we are declining to pick Shimron Hetmeyer for the next six months. And this is what we're going to be doing in the interim. We're going to sit down with him. We're going to talk. We're going to kind of have conversations and kind of um, smooth the ground and lay, lay the pathway for his uh, comeback to the side. I'm just talking there. I'm not saying this is what should have happened. I'm just talking. So my first question to people is, should he have got some kind of punishment? And can you punish someone who's not under a retainer contract of any sort? So that's my first issue I think you've got to raise. The second issue, and this is what I'm more concerned about, before Shimon Hetmeyer returns to any West Indies side, my personal view is that he's got to release a statement. And at this point, I'm talking direct to Shimon Hetmeyer's agent, whoever that may be. I would have thought it was in Shimon Hetmeyer's best... Um, I would have thought it was it would have been in his best kind of from from the best perspective for him to release a statement to the cricket West Indies, sorry, not to cricket West Indies, to the West Indies public. Forget cricket West Indies now to the West Indies public, because at the end of the day, the biggest stakeholders in West Indies cricket is still us. It's not cricket West Indies. It's not, it's not IPL money. It's still us, us, the fans, us, the people, right? Where's the part where Shimron releases a statement? Remember, we're talking about the legacy of West Indies cricket here. We're talking about real legacy. For those of us who still love cricket within the region, this this thing, this maroon thing goes way back. This is this is this is this is dyed into into the kind of um fabric of who we are as a people. It's the only thing which connects the whole region, right? Where was his statement? Whether whether it was a f- kind of polished one that essentially didn't really say much, but it just acknowledged, you know what, you man? I did a madness for that T20 World Cup and I disrespected and that wasn't on still. And I'm going to do my best to kind of just never have something like that happen again. You're sincerely Shimron Hetmeyer. You could have dashed that on your Instagram. You could have dashed that on Twitter. Just dash it somewhere just to acknowledge you, man, you, man, of, you, man and women of the West Indies, uh, of the Caribbean and of the, of, of the West Indies diaspora, whatever. I shouldn't have done all that. Sorry for that. That's all I want to see, you know. Some of you in the comments, what, or some of you watching this will get in the comments and say, he don't owe no one no apology. But to me, we the stakeholders, we the fans, we're the ones that should be acknowledged. Forget what he's doing behind closed doors with Jimmy Adams and conversations and this, that, this, that. What about us, the stakeholders? Because I don't know if Shimron understands that for the true diehard West Indian cricket fan, we took what happened at the T20 World Cup or the run-up to the T20 World Cup, we took that as one of the biggest disrespects in West Indies cricket. A World Cup, and you're doing up liar nonsense. We took that as a big disrespect. And this is why it's still a huge talking point to this day. So before anyone talks about should Hetty have gone, I think you need to consider those two issues. Where's his statement uh, 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 about the particular issue? I've already forgotten the first thing I said. <laughs> but I do think you've got to c- kind of consider those, th- those those two particular issues first. And then we and then once you've done all that, then I break then I think you break it down into the yes and no camp. So yes, Shimon Hetmeyer should have gone to the OGI World Cup qualifiers. Why? Because 
He made himself available. And Shimron Hetmeyer, for all of his flaws, is still one of the best OGI cricketers in the region. He's played 40, he's had 44 innings in OGI cricket for the West Indies. He's got 500s and an average of 35. That doesn't mean he's Gary Solbert. It doesn't mean he's Brian Lara. It doesn't mean he's Chris Gell. But in the context of the modern West Indies cricketer, there aren't many better than Shimron Hetmeyer in the ODI format. So on the basis that we all know that Shimron Hetmeyer is top three, top four in the ODI format, probably top three, because uh, it can only be what? Shea Hope, Nicholas Puran and him. So acknowledging that Shimron Hetmeyer is top three when it comes to the bat in West Indies cricket, Evan Lewis might be there as well, to be fair. Um, you can't afford to say no to him. So, yes, on that basis, he should have been in the ODI World Cup squad once he made it clear to Jimmy Adams that he was available. Why should he not have gone? Goes back to my first point. I remembered it now. My first point about the ban. This is what I personally believe is happening. I think that Shimron, Shimron Hetmeyer is being punished. I'm not here to tell you whether that's right or wrong, but I believe that Shimon Hetmeyer is being punished. And But I think the punishment they're giving him is they're just not picking him. I don't think that Cricket West Indies will ever officially come out and say, we are officially refusing to pick Shimon Hetmeyer for the next six months as part of a formal punishment for doing up madness prior to the T20 World Cup. I don't think we'll ever hear that. But one way you can, quote-unquote, punish Shimron Hetmeyer is you just don't pick him. So part of me and reading between the lines of everything that's happened from the beginning to the press conference, to the cuss out on Instagram, to all of this, part of me wonders if this is just their way of quote unquote punishing Shimron without officially punishing him. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I think if West Indies are punishing him, they probably should have said something official. Because again, remember what I said about media relations and PR, they've let they've left themselves open for people to criticize, critique, and say, what on earth is going on? Because there's too many holes in the way the story has been communicated. But if you're going to punish him, punish him and, and we move on and we're done. But going back, should, should Shimron be in the squad? The argument for no is that Shimron's played four ODI games for the West Indies since Christmas 2019. Four, you know. So in three years, this guy, so is it three years? Yeah, so two and a half years, this guy has played four ODI matches. Why? Because he's always failing fitness tests for one. In those four ODI matches, I don't think he passed a score. Have I still got it? In those four ODI matches, he scored, where is it? 8-6-11-6. Shimron's not played for the West Indies in 50-over cricket since July 2021. We're coming up to two years since he even last played 50-over cricket for the West Indies. Can you even... Yes, all the yes, all the comments about we don't have a big enough pool, he's got an average of 35, he's got five old GI hundreds, all of that's relevant. But effectively, we're talking about a guy that's basically not played cricket for West Indies in the old GI format probably going back really and truly in terms of making an impact. He's not played since 2019. I don't care if your name is Gary Solbers. If you've not played for West Indies since about the end of 2019, in terms of making a meaningful contribution in a format of cricket, and you're not really doing anything away from that to justify your selection, 
yes, there's an argument to say you can't walk back into the side. It doesn't matter if he says, I'm now available. Well, what have you done? Yes, you've got your history. Yes, you've got your record. But if you've basically not been playing for God knows how long, what have you actually done? On that basis, call Chris Gale back into the side then. On that basis, call tell Pollard to come out of retirement and put him in the side. Tell Bravo to come into the side. Because you've still got to stack some numbers up, right? You've still got to be in and about it making your kind of claim for inclusion through sheer weight of runs. And what people have to ask themselves is, has Shimron done enough through sheer weight of runs, whereby when he turns around to Cricket West Indies and says, I am now available for you in all formats of cricket, that people can go, yeah, come straight back into the side because look at your stats. Your sheer volumes of runs means you've got to come back in. How long do you just look at a man's record knowing that that record is only relevant up to the end of 2019 and just say, come straight back in. Here's a parallel. Do you remember when um, Darren Bravo um, was recalled back to the West Indies test side against England in 2019 and he looked scratchy as hell? And the reason why Darren Bravo got recalled back was because we went off his record. We went off the fact that Bravo had, like, the, the 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 kind of air was now cleared between him and the the, the brass of uh, cricket West Indies. Everyone looked at his test record and said, "Well, boy, man, averages thirty eight, thirty nine. We can't afford to not have someone of that quality in the side." And they just called him straight back in, and he had no volume of cricket behind him and numbers of recent times behind him to say, "Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. He's one hundred percent ready to come in right back at the highest level and make and here's a key line and make an immediate impact." Any selection of Shimron Hetmeyer at this point would be based on, boy, we hope it works because look at his record from back in the past, which isn't kind of relevant at this specific moment in time. So people have to weigh up all of those stuff. Listen, I thought this one would only go for 25 minutes, so let me wrap this to an end. Let me bring, let me give you the conclusion. I'm a history and politics teacher, people, so let me wrap it up in a, in a, in a kind of the way I tell a kid to wrap it up. Fundamentally, people, we have to ask ourselves this. If Cricket West Indies are, are punishing Shimron Hetmeyer and that's why it's not selected, should they make it clear? And should they have released something public to make sure that all of this kind of media passer and kind of question of Cricket West Indies didn't happen? Does Shimron Hetmeyer even deserve to be in the West Indies OJ World Cup qualifier squad? What has he done? to even deserve to walk straight back in. If a man can just turn around and say, I am available and they just get straight back in, then you know what, what precedent are you setting to everyone else? You can duck out of West Indies cricket whenever you want. And as soon as you tell us you're available, you come straight back in, irrespective of what you've done. We're talking about a man that has failed a fitness test in February, 2020, February, 2021, January, 2022, lied about why he couldn't get on a plane to go to a world cup in October, 2022. When a man has that many indiscretions on his record for the regional side, for West Indies, and when we say West Indies, irrespective of how good we are, we're talking about West Indies. When a man has that many indiscretions on his record, can you just bring him straight back into the group just because he said, I'm ready now? I'm not here to say we shouldn't, by the way. I'm not giving you an answer. I'm just laying it all out there. And finally... When the independent report was carried out at the end of 2022, and sorry, it was dropped, it was uh, released in January 2023. 
Justice Thompson, Mickey Arthur, Brian Lara made it clear that one of the kind of short to medium term goals that would help West Indies cricket is sitting down with all of the kind of quote unquote white ball cricketers who don't tend to play test cricket and say, what's the barriers? What's the barriers to us selecting you? That included a Shimon Hetmeyer and Evan Lewis and so on and so forth, Fabian Allen, all that lot. We have to assume that some kind of conversation has taken place because Shimron's wife has even intimated that Shimron and Jimmy Adams have spoken. And through that message on Instagram, she's intimated that Shimron said, I'm ready, I'm available. So there is an argument to say in the interest of con of conciliation and 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 saying, you know what, what's in the past is in the past. Let's tread a, let's tread a new path now. In the interest of reconciliation, when you have a player with the um with the kind of talent that, that, that Shimon Hetmeyer has got, isn't that enough to now bring him back into the fold? Ladies and gents, my name is Mashal St. Patrick Hewitt, one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. I've tried my best to kind of look at this issue in depth. What I can tell you is this, though, irrespective of where you stand on this debate and irrespective of the kind of depth of analysis you've gone into on this particular debate, if one thing is clear about Shimon Hetmeyer, I've now recorded a video on this channel on the 16th of October, 2021, with Shimron himself. On the 2nd of January, 2022, when I looked at him and what's going on in depth, it's now the 19th of May, 2023, and we're still having the exact same conversations about Shimron Hetmeyer. When will it change? As ever, like, share, subscribe, share this with anybody you think would be interested. If you want to support the Caribbean Cricket Podcast, head to www.patreon.com forward slash Carib Cricket. My name is Michelle St. Patrick Hewitt. I've been one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Thank you and good night. Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.